Let me tell you a story is one of the most universal phrases used, right? Depending on the storyteller, most people love stories. We consume stories all the time. With that said, let me tell you a story, my story. I was born and raised in Vancouver. You might also say that I was born and raised in the church. To some, I'm a pastor and a church planner who has helped cultivate communities of faith in Honolulu, LA, and Vancouver. To some, I'm a creative, a hip-hop artist, a photographer, a filmmaker, and a poet. To some, I'm an entrepreneur and a storyteller. To some, I'm a child that the doctors wanted to abort because I had no chance of living. And yet to others, I'm someone who overcame a, hit, overcame a history of gang violence, depression, racism, and all sorts of other things. Long story short, is that my story includes all of this. However, depending on the context I find myself in, these different parts of my story locate me within the community and allow me to be present in different ways in different places. That is the power of a story. Stories are dynamic and shifting. The truth of a story is not found in the hard facts of a story, but how the story is told to connect with people. One of the most powerful examples of storytelling as a testimony is Me Too, is the Me Too movement. The Me Too movement started back in 2006 when a sexual abuse survivor, Tarana Burke, shared her story of being abused and invited others to do the same. And through the use of the, the Me Too hashtag, stories of abuse began to surface. And every time a story was shared, it liberated someone else to share their story. The groundswell of this storytelling movement was such that it went from a trickle to a tsunami in a very short time. It literally changed the face of Hollywood. It was surprising for some people to see some of the biggest names in Hollywood named as abusers. And now those people are nowhere to be seen today. Stories are powerful. They have the potential to empower or to enslave. They have the potential to bring us together or to divide us. They have the potential to liberate or to ensnare. One of my Bible college professors would always say that the shortest distance between two people is a story, but that that story can be used to expand and embrace or can be used to rebuff and reject. One of the first followers of Jesus, the Apostle Paul, says it this way in 1 Corinthians, For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more for of them. To the Jews I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside of the law I became as one outside of the law, not being outside of the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I may share with them in its blessings. Paul in this passage explains how he uses his own story. He crafts his narrative to be impactful in whatever context he is present. Paul does what all good storytellers do. He tells his story so that those listening will feel commonality with Paul, so that the listener can see themselves in Paul's story. Paul wants his audience, whoever they might be, to say, me too, or at least that might be me at the end of his story. 
Paul uses his story to invite others to experience hope in Jesus. Paul uses his story to invite others to experience freedom of the Holy Spirit. Paul uses his story to invite others to be reconciled in God's love. Like Paul, we must learn to tell our stories contextually. I'm intentionally using the language of story instead of testimony because I believe that testifying is learning to be a storyteller in light of Jesus. Also, the language of testimony doesn't resonate or make sense in most of the contexts that I find myself located. So I'm doing the contextual work of translating the language of testimony, which is really familiar for us people in church, into the language of story. Meaning that when you are in church, you can testify. And you will hear me too in the forms of hallelujah, amen, and preaching. Then there are those that if we walked up to them and you said, and you asked, can I testify to you? They would assume that you are on your way to court. Even the language we use to talk about the practice of testifying, the practice of storytelling, has to be shaped by the listener. Most of us already contextualize our stories. The problem is we also compartmentalize them, meaning that when we are with Christians, we talk about the Jesus stuff. But when we are around pretty much anybody else, we tell our stories devoid of Jesus. The practice of testifying is learning to tell our story in light of Jesus in every context. I don't know about you, but for me growing up, talking about Jesus was embarrassing. It was like trying to introduce people to your invisible friend, but literally. But that was because I had only been taught to tell my story through one lens, from one context. And that was like me adding an O at the end of every English word that I'm saying and expecting Spanish speakers to understand me. The secret to good storytelling and contextualizing of your own story is to ask others to share their story with you. Ask people questions about themselves. Learn their context. Listen to the stories they tell you. Listen for the commonality. Listen for the places where you see God already present in their stories. Listen for where God is already working in their stories. Listen for the places where you see the hope, beauty, and purpose of the story of Jesus already present. It is like the old adage my mom used to always say to me. You have two ears and one mouth for a reason. You need to listen at least as twice as much as you speak. When you listen, you will always hear the intersecting places where God is connecting their story to yours. And you can share how your story is different because God connected your story to Jesus. This is what the Apostle Paul does when he shares his story. A friend of mine once said that our lives should be so porous and so filled with Jesus that when somebody pokes you, bumps you, or sits down next to you on an airplane, bus, or a doctor's office, you could not help but tell your story in light of Jesus. God is present in the world all around us. If you listen to people share their stories, you will see that God is already present in their stories. Testifying is not about taking God to people, but instead, it highlights the reality that God is already present. Our stories become flashlights that illuminate where God is already present. So may we learn to listen to the stories of others. 
May we learn to tell our stories in light of Jesus. May we learn to hear how God is already present in the stories around us. And may we come to care about those stories as deeply as God does.